Good morning, and this is the Center for Spiritual Living Midtown, where we have become the midtown of the world. Since moving to COVID, uh, to online for, because of COVID, we have enjoyed expanding our ministry, and we are glad that you are all here joining us this morning what, at your convenient online uh, systems. So please join me as we come together. Such is the nature of God that all it asks and all it wants is the opportunity to appear, the opportunity to manifest, the opportunity to create. You are that opportunity, and so am I, and so it is. Whoever you are, what other path brought you here, please know that you are welcome and you are celebrated. We know that who you are. You are an individual expression of God. You are a unique manifestation of divine intelligence in which we all live. We are God's opportunity to create and to be someone unique and wonderful. So whatever your ethnicity, background, religious affiliation, however you know yourself and describe yourself, we are glad that you're joining us today. Whether you're here in Atlanta or joining us from some other city, state, or country, you are welcome and you are invited to join us and become part of this community that has been created especially for you. We are here to serve you. The Center for Spiritual Living Midtown is a strong, global connected, globally connected community centered on the clarity of principle. Through teaching, service, and practice, we create a safe, respectful environment that supports healthy spiritual growth for everyone. For a better understanding of who we are, please listen to our Declaration of Principles, written originally by Ernest Holmes and read by members of our congregation. I believe. I believe. I believe in one God. One absolute power and first cause to all things. I believe that this power is perfect love. And creates out of a desire to express love. I believe all thought is creative and how I choose to think creates my personal experience. I believe in the unity of all life. And the immortality of the individual soul. Forever unfolding. I believe. I believe. I believe in the eternal goodness. The eternal goodness of God. The eternal loving kindness. And the eternal givingness of God to all. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. You will find the full declaration written by Ernest Holmes on our website at cslmidtown.org. Within our center, we have practitioners, and a practitioner is someone who demonstrates the ability to use the spiritual practice and spiritual laws to bring about great changes in their lives. They have demonstrated that they know how to guide others to bring positive changes to their lives. They are trained and licensed by the Centers for Spiritual Living out of Boulder, Colorado, and they are available 
to provide you with spiritual guidance and to support those in areas that you are looking for assistance. You may contact any of our practitioners through our website at cslmidtown.org. I'm Lee Huffman, and I have the honor of serving as the president of, the, of CSL Midtown's board. And more importantly, I am first a licensed practitioner of religious science. Today, I've been given the opportunity to serve you as your practitioner and to share some thoughts, as well as an affirmative prayer called a spiritual mind treatment. If I can keep my notes in order, we'll do that. Our founder, Ernest Holmes, created a book that we read called The Science of Mind Textbook. So my reading today includes quotes and a short reading from that textbook. I'll follow these readings by a spiritual mind treatment, which I'll explain in just a moment. But first, a few quotes. Quote, I am guided by the same intelligence, inspired by the same imagination, which scatters the moonbeams across the waves and holds the forces of nature in its grasp. What this tells me is the same intelligence and imagination that created everything that exists in the universe is guiding my life. It is also guiding yours. There is order here, although there are times when I can't see it amongst all the chaos, I still know that it's here for me to tap into. Ernest Holmes also said, Expect, expect, hmm, expectancy speeds progress. As you heard, all thought is creative, and how we choose to think creates our personal experience. Therefore, live in a constant state of expected expectancy, no matter how much good you are experiencing today. Expect a greater good tomorrow. Expect people around you to come closer to you. Expect to meet new friends. Expect to meet new and wonderful experiences. Try this magic of expectancy and you will soon discover a dramatic side of your work, which gives fruit full vent to constructive feelings. That was Ernest Holmes as well. Are you expecting good things to happen in your life? If so, you are experiencing a spiritual mind treatment. Are you expecting something bad to happen? Then you're experiencing spiritual mind treatment as well because your thoughts are creative. This is because the universe or God sees our thoughts as, as our expressed desires and the creator has only one answer to our desires. That answer is yes, and so it is. Two final quotes from Ernest Holmes. First, never let anything cause you to doubt your ability to demonstrate the truth. And second, never limit your view of life by any past experience. I'm pretty sure that our guest speaker today will explain that last one for us, and I'm looking forward to it. What is a treatment? Spiritual mind treatment is a affirmative prayer, a prayer that affirms what we desire and what we know that God desires for us. Because God's answer to our every thought is yes, and so it is. Spiritual mind treatment 
is just a treatment of the mind of the person speaking it. And any person hearing it and internalizing those words into their mind and their heart. If you wish, a treatment spoken by someone else can be taken into your mind and made your own. But this only happens if you accept it as your thoughts, because as you, as we said in our declaration a few minutes ago, all thought is creative. And how I choose to think creates my personal experience. So I will speak this treatment in my own words for the treatment of my mind. And if you choose to accept any part of it as your own, you can internalize these words for yourself and it will become your thought, your treatment, your prayer to God, and God will respond with yes. And so it is together through treatment. We will agree. And what we internalize emotionalize and think about will manifest because we know that God's response is yes. And so it is. So let's get into a posture of mindset of prayer. You may want to sit up. Um, I know we get real comfortable at home. <laughs> I know I do when I'm watching. Open up your arms and legs. Relax and put yourself in the posture of receiving. Receiving anything that the universe has to offer you. Let's take a deep breath. And be present in this moment. Let's take another deep breath and let it out. As you hear this prayer, take any part of it that resonates with you as your own. Think on those thoughts and they will manifest for you. So know this with me, if you will. There is only one God, one creator, one source, one first cause to all things. There is only one, and today I call it source, because it is the source of all there is, all that was, and all that ever will be. Source is everywhere and everything, because it created everything. Since source was the only thing that existed in the beginning, it had to create everything out of itself. So source is in me and sources and all those around within the sound of my voice. Sources everything that happens in me, through me, around me, to me, and for me. Since source is love and source is good, everything is love and everything is good. Since source is sacred and everything was created out of source, everything is sacred now. Today I know my world is full of blessings. Today I am thankful for all that I have and all that I'm about to receive. Today I can imagine even more. Today I can imagine an amazing year ahead of me that gets better and better every hour of every day. I can imagine a new year where everything I desire is attracted to me and manifest for me. I know the wonderful things are coming for me, even if I have not asked for them specifically. I know this because source is both father and a mother to me. All that I desire, all that I believe, 
all that I can imagine. And my beautiful future is coming to me because I trust in the source of all things to give it to me. Starting this very moment, I am blessed with good health, peace of mind, confidence, security, amazing relationships, prosperity, and abundance. A healthy mind, wonderful ideas, many, many blessings, which are gifts from God. I see this clarity in my mind's eye, and it is manifesting as I repeat these words in my mind and my heart daily. I know that nothing can get in the way of the blessings that I desire because being created out of source, I am an extension of source. Nothing limits me, not even the past, nor my present situation. I block all negative thoughts that come into my mind and I swat them away like flies when they come back to me. And when they do again, I swat them again because only the positive is going to remain in my thoughts. They cannot get into the depths of my mind. They cannot be confused with what God, the ultimate source, has to offer me in this life. Doing this ensures good and positive thoughts grow in my mind and my life continues to get better and better because I am an important part of this universe. I know that my health, security, personal and financial abundance, clarity, support, and other gifts of the spirit are mine. I do not even need to ask aloud for these things since source knows my thoughts and has been preparing the way for my needs to be met. I rejoice now in all the blessings that I have, as well as those that I know are coming to me. I am truly blessed and I am completely focused on those blessings, knowing that my focus thought will give even more of them to me. I know the universe is unfolding as it should. I rejoice and receive all that is mine. Now I release these words to source, knowing that my thoughts are creative and they will create my personal experience. And together we will say, and so it is. The theme for the Centers for Spiritual Living Worldwide this month is a grand arising, a gr the grand rising and this week's subject is, it's a new day. We are very pleased to have Reverend Dr. Sherry Sorbo as our guest speaker today. And her topic is Root and Reboot, Becoming Readiness Strong. Reverend Sherry is a minister ordained by the Centers for Spiritual Living. She received her training under Dr. Michael Beckwith, at Agape Spiritual Living Center in California. She was a director of the silent ministry at Agape and trained and licensed the first deaf practitioner for Centers for Spiritual Living. She holds a minister's degree in psychology from Antioch University and a doctorate in theology and a doctorate of spiritual studies at Emerson Theological Institute. She is a staff minister at OM Center of the OM Center at Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California, as well as a guest speaker at various spiritual centers around the country. It is my pleasure to introduce 
Reverend Dr. Sherry Sorbo. Okay. So what I was talking about was I wanted to change resolutions to revelations this year. Instead of designing resolutions for this year, I wanted to look at revelations. So I wanted to see what was going to be revealed to me this year. So instead of doing it monthly or yearly, I decided I was going to do it daily. And so I invite you to accompany me on that just today. Just sometimes we just need a pinprick of consciousness to change our beliefs. So just for a minute, see what you would like to be revealed for you today. It could be joy. It could be clarity. With Lee's with Lee's treatment, anything that comes forth, call it forth for you today. And just examine it and see what you would like to be revealed. So from there, I began to discover and uncover this thing called soul contract. And I want to share with that you today about school, soul contracts as well. So every January, it's always been a tradition for Centers for Spiritual Living and Science of Mind to go back to the origins, to go back and see our where we were birthed. And it is the four chapters of the introduction for the science of mind, the big book, we call it. So those four chapters of that textbook are the first week in January is called the thing itself, which is the study of first cause, God, spirit, whatever you'd like to call it. The second week is how it works and how it works is the way we tell it to. And that's the law. We put that into our treatments as they did. Third is what it does. What it does is it just keeps on giving. And that's the love part. And that's what Amy was talking about when she sang, give me all the good I can take. Give me all the good I can take. That's the receivership. And how to use it is the, sec is the fourth chapter, which is our, con our consciously practice of the principles. And today the principle is going to be gratitude. So let's begin by starting about what we teach, how we teach science of mind. Scientists in our world study the physical laws and they design theories and premises like Einstein did. We are science of mind. So science of mind is a scientific study of the mind. God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. We study the laboratory of our own consciousness. We go into the lab internally. And we take our own unconscious. And scientific, scientifically, we see how we're all connected. Now, another example is ecologists. You know, they study the ecosystem of our world and they see how they're scientifically connected, how we're connected. But what I'm looking at is the ecosystem of God. Let's let's see what the ecosystem of God looks like to you. So in Science of Mind, we're not here to tell you how to think. What we do is we just present tools for our think for what you can use sorry but what what happens is you get to do your own experiment and find out what works for you 
There's an opportunity to connect to source and for you to reveal how it's working for you. So Ernest Holmes said, what the world needs is spiritual conviction followed by spiritual experience. I would rather see a student of the science prove its principle than to have him or her repeat all the words of wisdom that have been uttered. It is far easier to teach the truth than it is to practice it. I'm sure we all can relate to that. So with that in mind, let's take the route through science of mind using the principle of love and the spiritual practice of gratitude. This can form a sacred contract. And by sacred contract, I'm not talking about the Carolyn Mace work, which is absolutely wonderful. I'm talking about something that you cherish, what is significant for you. That's your sacred contract. So in that sacred contract is gratitude and love. So with gratitude and using the spiritual practice of gratitude, being grateful improves life both internally and externally. And we'll look at how making gratitude part of your sacred contract expands your vision and expands everything that happens throughout this year. These times can sometimes lead us into some challenges. And what I've realized is being rooted in your sacred contract, in my own sacred contract, helps balance the times that I'm maybe a little off. And, I, and my sacred contract of self-love and gratitude keeps me grounded in that. And then we're going to look at love as a spiritual principle. And I talked a little bit around resolutions versus revelations. And I really, really, really love revelations and how it reveals to me. And I've been practicing this since the beginning of the year. So the definition in Science of Mind for Gratitude is the practice of the principle of creation. Seeing creation as life affirming, looking for the good and focusing on that good. Gratitude is more than an emotion. It is an attitude which carries us beyond doubt, attracting and magnifying the good in our lives. Not only is it an attitude, it is also an emotion. So I want, I want us to begin to experience gratitude in a different form this year, in the form of experiencing the mind and the heart of gratitude. So I always say to my students, I want you to feel it in your bones. So there was a study at UC Berkeley that the, it's called the Greater Good Science Center. They did a study, a scientific study, using three groups of students. Two groups were just told to do their practice work and their reading and all that. And then this other group, they had one set of these students. They wrote what they were grateful for once a week for 10 weeks. When they came back, they reported fewer physical symptoms, nausea, fewer headaches. They felt better about themselves compared to the other two groups. So that research really suggests 
Gratitude inspires people to become more generous, more empathetic, and more kind to each other. So I have a slide by Wayne Dyer, if you could put that one up. Wayne says, be in a state of gratitude for everything that shows up in your life. Be thankful for the storms as well as the smooth sailing. What is the lesson or gift in what you're experiencing right now? Find your joy, not in what is missing in your life, but in how you can serve. And so that's part of the gratitude experience, experiencing what is it that is present in my life right here and right now. Martin Selman, who was the father of positive psychology, was speaking to an audience and he said, if you take only one thing from this teaching of positive psychology, take the practice of gratitude. So in that way, Ernest Holmes talks about in his book, um, the, uh, I have it right here, so, um, the Bible in the light of science of mind. And he says, science, religious science is a psychological, metaphysical, mental, spiritual, idealistic, and practical. That's what science of mind is. It is a science. So it, it combines all of that. So in that science and that laboratory that we're working at on today, we also include love. So the definition for love in science of mind is, love is the self-givingness of the universal spirit through its desire to express itself in terms of creation. It is always creating. Love is the impulse and law is the way of creation. There is love and there is law. And love is always seeking our ever-expanding good. And so being a student of Brene Brown, I wanted to show the slide, the second slide that I have with cultivating love. We cultivate love when we allow our most vulnerable and powerful selves to be deeply seen and known. And when we honor the spiritual connection that grows from that offering with trust, respect, kindness, and affection. Love is not something we give or get. It is something that we nurture and grow. A connection that can only be cultivated between two people when it exists within each one of them. We can only love others as much as we love ourselves. And that's the internal work of, of our laboratory of science of mind. We really take our beliefs and everything that we're experiencing and we do our personal work internally. So I was listening, I don't know where I got it, but I was listening to this interview um, with Garth Brooks and I have not listened to his music, but what he said was astounding to me. And he was talking about love. And in his interview, he said, I'm with love. love he said, I'm with love. Love's big enough for all of us. The hardest question on the planet is, why are we down here? Easiest answer, we're down here for each other. That's why there's more than one of us. I love the differences because that's the fun of it. 
And I was astounded by that. And I just respect what he was talking about with love. So with that in mind, with the gratitude part and the love part, this helps us become readiness strong. So now let's go into the laboratory of our consciousness and experiment with gratitude and love today. Ernest Holmes writes, we are creations of the infinite intelligence. Through all the years of our lives, we have piled on behaviors and beliefs that have kept us apart from living in alignment with our true nature. When we uncover that, we step into our personal power. It's amazing that he talked about the belief systems and how we have to uncover what's in the way of our glory that Amy was singing. So as you look at your life and the world right now, we can realize that there's a creation of a belief system that we have as individuals and as a society, we call it race consciousness, that creates the experience that we're living right now. We have these internal belief systems and sometimes they're unbeknownst to us. I wanna share a, a revelation that I had when I was a prac student with Reverend Michael. And we were talking about cause and effect and, and studying everything in, in prac class and, and all the other classes that I took, there was a part of me that was like, I, I understand it. I, it, it was happening within, within me. And then there was a part of me that I didn't know. I just quite didn't get it. There was still some parts in my life that just didn't seem to be working <clears throat> for me. But I didn't know it was lurking in my unconscious mind. So I believe some of what science of mind was teaching, but I didn't believe all of it. And one Sunday, Reverend Michael was speaking. I don't remember what he was talking about, but I was listening. And then I heard in my mind when he, was, when he made a statement, it's always good. Life is good all the time. And what happened to me was I heard in my mind, I heard, yeah, right. I didn't realize what it came from, but what I, what I did begin to see was that was my yes, but. And the but part was my no. And what I, was, what I realized from that was every time I was doing some work around consciousness work, I would, I would say, that's, that's true. And then there would be a yes, but. So from that, I got my aha moment. It was like, I realized it's exactly what we're talking about. The universe says yes. Exactly what Lee was talking about. The universe says yes. And what I realized in that was that the universe was saying yes to my no, because I still had that yes, but. So it was listening to my no, and it was saying yes to my no. And that was such a revelation to me because I really saw what everyone was teaching and talking about with the universe saying yes. It even says yes to the no. So what I'd like to do now is I wanna go into the lab. I want us to experience our scientific study of God consciousness. So let's try some experiments. 
and this is my slide, I would love for you guys to do, if you can, the, the, the slide number three, if you can put it up. These are our experiments for today. And if you're willing, you could try one of these. It is really a pinprick of consciousness. That's all you need is a pinprick of consciousness to shift from resolutions to revelations. So let's start with doing a gratitude journal. Recognize three things that you're grateful for and notice how you're supported by the universe that day. Just notice how it is supporting you and lean into the feeling of being grateful. Now, I know a lot of a lot happens where, at least in my experience, like I write down, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for that, I'm grateful for this. And what I realized from doing this totally different through, re, re, excuse me, revelations, it was different because I began to feel it. And I have a, a saying in my hallway that says, start your day with a grateful heart. So I began this year to really grab hold of my gratitude and feel it in my body. So I was grateful for the shower. I was grateful for hot water and I felt it. I felt it. And then I'm in Minnesota right now and it's minus eight degrees. So I'm very grateful for my furnace and the heat that is produced. I'm grateful for that. I can feel it in my body. So just notice, take three things that you're grateful for and feel them while you're experiencing and writing down what you're grateful for. Or write an affirmation and repeat it 20 times a day. That seems like a lot, but if you really start the day with writing an affirmation, like I am here for God, I move into life exper experiencing and expressing joy. And I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I forget to do it. So it became a habit that I wrote it on my hand. So I was able to look at it as the day went by. And daily, write a revelation that you would like to have revealed for today, for that day, whatever the day it is. I want to reveal... I want joy to reveal itself to me today. I want abundance to reveal itself. I want whatever. Write that down and, and see what happens through the day. And see what happens by the end of the day. Because that this writing and this idea of gratitude helps expand and express this love that we have for ourselves. And once we develop this bigger heart of love, I do this because it's the sign language for opening our hearts. So I, my practice is with my hands. So by paying attention to these moments of awareness, love and gratitude really naturally arises in our consciousness. So paying attention, being grateful, using affirmations and asking for revelations can really anchor a daily practice. It's like brushing our teeth or getting dressed or going out. It anchors us 
in whatever we're doing for the day. Ernest Holmes wrote, a new light is coming. Amazing. This is an amazing saying of his. And um, think back when religious science was developed and he knew ahead of time. So he wrote, a new light is coming into the world. We're on the borderland of a new experience. The veil between spirit and matter is very thin. And I believe that we are experiencing that in our times. The new light is definitely experiencing and showing itself. And the veil is very thin. So I'd like to end with a radical gratitude poem by Adrian Marie Brown. And it's called a radical gratitude spell. And it's a spell to cast upon meeting a stranger or a friend working for change. And that's what we're all doing, working for change. And we have to experience it within ourselves and take it out into the world. And that's what Ernest Holmes said when it was an institute for religious science. He said, I want you to learn this work and take it back into your life. You are the laboratory of this work. So let's read the, gratic, the radical gratitude spell. You are a miracle walking. I greet you with wonder in a world which seeks to own your joy and your imagination. You have chose to be free every day as a practice. I can never know the struggles you went through to get here, but I know you have swum upstream and at times it's been lonely. I want you to know I honor the choices you made in solitude and I honor the work you have done to belong. I honor your commitment to that which is larger than yourself and your journey to love the particular container of life that is you. You are enough. Your work is enough. You are needed. Your work is sacred. You are here and I am grateful. And so it is. I invite you to be, to shine and be glorious today and every day whatever your practice is and whatever your lab laboratory of life is. So thank you for welcoming me to your center. I bless you and I know that today is going to be wonderful as in all days. And so it is. Thank you, Reverend Dr. Sherry. That was an awesome talk. So with that, these amazing speakers that we get each and every week, help us grow spiritually. <clears throat> and I know for me, giving back to where I'm fed spiritually is part of my practice. So with that, I would like us to go into our affirmation of prosperity and you can donate online at cslmidtown.org slash donate or scan the QR code. We'll take you right to that site. I live in a universe of abundance. As I freely and joyfully give, I join in the divine flow. And all that I share with life returns to me multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And I'm going to turn it back over to Lee for some announcements and we're finishing up. Um, I love that poem, uh, that spell.
You are enough. Your work is enough. Your mind, you are needed. Your work is sacred. You are here and I am grateful. I'm grateful that we're all here today. And it was an amazing talk, amazing uh, day for us to start out this Sunday. And I just wanna thank everybody for coming. I wanna thank everybody for giving. And um, if you have any thoughts, any suggestions, please send them to us. You can send it directly to me at president at cslmidtown.com or you can send it to our general e email at info at cslmidtown.com and it'll get to the right person. So we need your support in four ways. Continue attending, that's number one. You know, be a participant in this these events, whether it's online um, or coming on the first Sunday of each month um, or whatever you do to participate in this, whatever middle of night jobs you have, or anything you have there. Second, you have a lot of people that follow you on Facebook and things like that. So take and forward this to Facebook, friends. We would like to have more people participating with us and uh, learning more with us. That's what we're here for. Third, remember the center, our congregation, and our leadership in your prayers and spiritual mind treatments. And fourth, as Vance mentioned a moment ago, in order to stay in there and uh, replace our senior minister and continue um, offering what we offer here, we need financial support. So please give if you can. I know that some of you are on fixed incomes and uh, some have variable incomes, but they're starting to come back and uh, we are blessed with that. And we do continue to join in the divine flow as we give. Uh, next week, we have um, the Boost Online is on Tuesdays at noon from 12 to 1230. It's a quick hit with a live pr uh, practitioner. And you can get to that and all three of these uh, things that I'm mentioning here through online connections that are on the website under Zoom. If you scroll down, you'll see that. So Boost Online is Tuesdays from noon to 1230. The study group. Um, is just before this service every Sunday from 10 o'clock to 1045. And you also get to that on Zoom. And then our celebration service next Sunday, uh, again, from 11 to 12 o'clock. Our guest speaker will be Reverend Kathleen Sibley. And it's, again, the grand rising. And we've had a new day today and a new life tomorrow, or next Sunday. Right now, um, jump over and connect with Reverend Dr. Sherry Sorbo um, on a Zoom link. And again, you can get to that Zoom link at cslmidtown.org. Scroll down, note the six digit code and click on the Zoom link and it'll ask for that code and it'll get you right in. The transition team is doing a great job. We continue to put on great services and uh, we are starting the search uh, for a new minister and we appreciate everybody's support. So enjoy the new year and let's make it a powerful one. And together we all say, and so it is. Thank you, good night.